Welcome back. It is the Dish with Trish podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, for all your comments and reviews. We were number 10 on the podcast list last week, so thank you guys for that. Wow. I'm nervous today. We have a really special guest that I did not think would agree to be on this. I've known him for 13 years, and um, I was a fan of his, and now we're friends, and it's David Lipper. Hi. (laughs) Actor, writer, director, producer, musician. Yeah. Jeez, I even forget about musician. It feels like a lifetime ago. Oh, the musician is like what I think is your greatest talent. You know, I, it was so cool when I booked Full House 100 years ago <laughs> that they're like, we want you in the band. And I'm like, really? And and then like Stamos was like, you want to write the next song? And I'm like, can I? Shut like, up. Yeah. How did he know you could write? Okay, we have to, let's, let's preface this. So I know David, I don't know, do you like talking about this or are you like, oh, it's so far in the past? No, Full House? Okay. Yeah, of course. So I grew up in the era of Full House. Like I was obsessed with Full House. So I remember being on MySpace, I saw you in someone's top friends list and it's a David Lipper and I was like, oh, like he's cute. And I just added him and then I looked at like, your like your pictures on there and it had you as a viper from full house and i died and then when you replied to me to this day was still one of my most starstruck moments and i'm not just saying that of all the people i've met in la for the past 13 years that was like one of the coolest moments yeah it's crazy how far back we go i mean i met you when you just moved here Uh i just graduated high school and And i'm 31 you had all these big ideas and you're like i'm gonna do this this this, isn't i'm like uh okay sure (laughs) and now like it's killing it you managed to figure out this whole social media world before anybody. Thanks. I I just wanted to be like most people in LA. I feel like I just want to be famous. Did you want to be famous or did you want to just act like your art was acting? You know what? Uh, It was the only thing I was really good at. I think that's why I got into acting. It's like I was eight or nine when I, I, eight years old when I did my first play and at nine I was starring in a show, a theater uh, production and it was so easy. Like I just picked up the script. I knew the lines within minutes and everyone was like, how did you do that? And it's like, do they think this is impressive? Like that's easy. Really? Like the stuff my brother was doing and my sister, like complicated math and other things. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> but this, this was easy. So this was just what I was good at. So I naturally fell into it. Right. And you know, they say if you put 10,000 hours into anything, you'll be great at it. Right. And um, I started so young. You know, by the time I was in high school, I was pretty much a pro. And I wonder that because, so you're eight, you're like, this is easy. What did your parents think? Were you like right away at eight, you're like, I want to be in commercials. I want to be acting. No, they just wanted me out of the house. Oh, so they were, <laughs> they <laughs> they were like, excited. Take that energy and get them mm-hmm. out of the house. And they're like, uh, I think at eight, there was a church down the street and they're like, take him. And they're, they said, sure, he can sing. That's great. And it was uh, the gondoliers, which is an opera. And then... Um, And then the next year at a synagogue, if that's not enough to mess up an eight, nine-year-old to go from (laughs) church to synagogue, um, I did a show called Samson the Sun where they needed a young Samson, and that's kind of how it all started. And you sang. And I sang. You know, singing was a really big part of my whole theater performance career. Um, In fact, I got a degree in musical theater in college. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And you were in like musical plays and stuff. Um, I did a whole bunch of musicals, including Into the Woods, you know, which became... Who'd you play? I was Rapunzel's Prince. Oh my God. Why aren't you in like the musical movies they do? Like Cats? I don't know. Because not everyone can sing. Like actors... 
you know they can't like even broadway i saw cooper gooding jr on chicago like why aren't you doing that like he's not a singer like why don't you you're just not interested or Uh, you know like i said it was a huge part of my life coming out of college Mm -hmm. and then it just acting kind of went kept going up 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 and up and then the music just kind of kept going down 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 and down until full house yeah well full house was i was still on the up trajectory i mean because i was so soon after i graduated college i was just a kid how old were you <laughs> oh, can you say? <laughs> were you like a teenager or in your 20s? I was playing a teenager. But you were in your 20s? Yes. Were all the other kids on Full House in their 20s? Or yeah, were they teenagers? Uh, they were, like, Candace a little younger than me. But I we didn't know that. But we were playing the same age. Why yeah. did I actually think you were, like, 16 on that show? Because uh, I was playing, like, 16, <laughs> 17, something like that. You had such cool hair. And, yeah, the music was the coolest part, which I didn't know, which I want to know more about this. So John Stamos asks you if you want to write a song. How does he know you have the talent to do that? That's very hard. I mean, at this point, don't forget, I did a whole bunch of episodes. So by the time it came time for Viper to write a song, um, or there was a song to be written for one of our scenes, he mm-hmm. said, you, you write it, you make the royalties on it. By the way, I make more money on the music royalties on Full House than I do on the acting royalties. Shut up. Yeah, that's where the money is. It's all in the... Music. Yeah, write the songs. You know, I played Paul Anka in a movie 100 years ago. I love it. My hairstylist, you just met, a huge fan of that movie. Uh, he knows you as Paul Anka and he loved you. New Year's Eve. A was, horrible party, but like he loved you on that. He was like, I love him. Okay, continue. I so love you. So that was the Annette Funicello story and, I, and Paul Anka was her first um, big boyfriend. And, uh, and he made more money on one piece of music then all his hit songs put together, and we're talking songs like My Way that Sinatra made really famous, Put Your Head on My Shoulder. Paul Anka wrote those? Yeah, Paul Anka wrote them all. And, uh, and one piece of music made more money than all those put together. Was it Puppy Love? It was not Puppy Love. <laughs> That's all I know Paul Anka for. It was this. It was the Tonight Show thing. Shut Five up. nights a week, 25 years. And so when I shot the movie... I started meeting all the old school guys, Jack Gilardi, Frankie Avalon. They all came to do cameos in the movie. And they're like, ah, that Paul Anka. We all hate him. Made all that money on that stupid Tonight Show theme. <laughs> really? That's that- yeah. Did you meet him? I didn't meet Paul. He's like the one guy who didn't show up for the cameo. Really? But all the other guys showed. Um, there's this big scene at the end of the movie where all the real life people showed up. Wow. Um, kind of like our, our series finale of Fuller House, which well, we can't talk too much about. Can't. But Do you know um, when it comes out? So they do the first nine just came out uh-huh. of this final season. The second nine is going to come out next year. And um, I'm just honored that they they thought I was important enough to the series that they wanted me there for the series finale. Yeah, like wrapping up the whole thing. Yeah, I was like, why am I here? It doesn't really make any sense. They're like, it doesn't make any sense. It's for the fans. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. No, you're like, it's like <laughs> Full House is like a cult favorite, but then like the character is more so than even the main characters, which are like iconic, is like all the like rotating people they've had on. Like literally when I say your name or like I show someone your picture, like, oh my God, I love, like everybody loves you. Somehow Viper hit a chord, you know, Viper. it was the bad boy rocker <laughs> boyfriend yeah and a little a little dumb i felt sometimes like yeah, very dumb yeah yes. he was a little dumb Actually, but him, we just say challenged challenge <laughs> little challenge he's more challenged as he got older i feel like when i saw you in the like last episode of it i was like oh he got like a little dumber <laughs> like he just didn't like excel after dj it's amazing how quickly that kicked back in for me too it's like i got on set and it's like yo what up 
And it's just like, oh, I'm vibrating us. Okay. Did you like it or were you like, oh, this is silly? Or were you like into it? Oh, I loved it. You, you did. Know, my whole career started with that show. You know, in, until Full House, um, I just had a couple of failed pilots. You know, I shouldn't say failed pilots. Pilots that didn't get picked up. Yeah. Um, but like I was on everybody's list. It was like uh, a... I hit it really, really quickly. Uh, my first audition, uh, I ended up testing for a, a sitcom, and uh, Warner Brothers was the studio behind it, and they immediately had me on their list as, oh, this is the new young half-hour kid. Shut up. And yeah, and then the next thing, they developed two shows for me, one with Kaufman, Bright Crane, and this was crazy. So they had two pilots going. This is 19... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 19... That's a while 19... ago. 1993. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. All right. Okay. So, um, and I'm playing high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they had, the, these producers had two pilots. Um, mine, which looked, they thought it would test it even better than the other pilot. And they said, this is definitely going. The other one is also really good. We think it's going to go. My co-stars, if you can believe this, my girlfriend was played by Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Uh-huh. My best friends were Giovanni Ribisi and Hilary Swank. Giovanni what? Ribisi from Avatar and, and Hilary Swank, you know, two-time Oscar winner. <laughs> they were my two best friends. Oh, wait, it's not over. My little sister was Kaylee Coco. Shut up. Oh, my swear God. Swear to God. What's it called? What was the show called? So it was called, uh, originally it was called The Secret Life of Harry Green, and I was Harry Green. You're the star of the show. I'm the star of the show. The whole show is built around me. And um, and then they changed it to Reality Check. And I, I think I posted the pilot on YouTube, so you can find it out there. No, because I've Googled you. I've never seen this. Oh, you got to watch it. It's it's really, and you see a really young me, a really young Giovanni, a really young uh, Hillary, and a really young Kelly Coco, oh. who's was my little baby sister. Wow. Um, and, uh, and the other pilot they made was Friends. Uh, <laughs> yikes. And... I am like, you know, I'm on fire. I'm like, I'm the next big thing and all this stuff is happening. And like Fox is like, you're our next big star and gift baskets are coming. And they're like, you're going to be on right after Married with Children. I'm like, fantastic. And then I go and I'm celebrating in Club Med. And I'm like, I know the lineup's coming out on the Monday. So I call my manager on the Monday and I'm like, I'm like, listen, there's no phones here at Club Men, but I got a guy who had a guy who had a guy who got me a phone. <laughs> What's the story? And she's like, oh, I wish you didn't call me on your vacation. Oh. I'm like, what, 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 what happened? She's like, Fox got the rights to football. And long story short, they decided to bump your show off and put on a sports show. And that was it. And the show was gone. And then I had to watch Friends become the biggest show uh-huh. ever. Which they could, by the way, they said, you know, we could have put you on Friends, but we decided to give you your own show instead. Which would have made sense to take your own show rather than be part of an ensemble, yeah, right? But like, look at the cast I had. I mean, yeah. like, how does that show not go? Like, you look at it on paper, it's insane. <laughs> Kaylee Coco's become a massively huge star in, in Half Hour. Yeah. Giovanni's a huge movie star. Hilary Swank's a two time Oscar winner. I mean, like, this is, and these are my co stars. Yeah, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen was like the it girl. She was in 90210 and, and uh, Saved by the Bell. And, and like, my, the woman who played my mom, at the time was a big star coming off uh, L.A. Law, which was Susan Rutan. So it was a wild, wild ride. <clears throat> and that was the beginning of my career. So, so Les uh-huh. Moonves at the time was the head of Warner Brothers. And um, after that pilot didn't go and another pilot didn't go, he said, I'm going to put you on this show called Full House. And I said, uh, okay. <laughs> and I'd actually never, I was like the one person who'd never seen this show. How many seasons were you into it? I was on the last season. So this show had been running for seven years and I come on season eight 
for... You were only on one season? Yeah. I just came on for the last season. Uh-huh. And I would have been, uh, you know, the boyfriend for all episodes going forward or so they told me. But right. But once, the sh- once they found out the show was getting canceled, they tied up all the storylines and that was it. Yeah. You know? Good guy Steve had to come back. Yeah. Well, for the... That's right. To prom. Yeah. I was obsessed. I wanted to be DJ. Also, how did DJ get all those boyfriends? I always thought that. I was like... And I looked up to her because she had a little round face and she wasn't like the skinniest girl. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's getting all these boyfriends. Like, good for her. I was so impressed. <laughs> like, Nelson went in her bike. She had all the boyfriends. <laughs> She wasn't like a Tiffany Amber Thiessen who's like this sexy girl that everyone likes. She was very like girl next door. She gave her all these boyfriends. I was like, wow. And it's so funny when I came back to do uh, the reboot, uh, it was a scene with me and Nelson and they hired Hal Sparks. (laughs) Now, just to tie this all together, Hal Sparks was a guest star on my pilot reality check that I did with Giovanni Rubis and Hillary Swank. Oh, no way. Where he had one scene as the dumb guy that was annoying Hillary. (laughs) That she was like, I can't date anybody in high school because they're all like this. And that was Hal Sparks. And he had just moved to L.A. and he was just starting and he got a guest spot on my pilot. And now all of a sudden, here we are, you know, (laughs) years later. (laughs) And, uh, And Hal has been hired now to play Nelson, but he's not Nelson, right? Right. I was a little mad about it, to be honest. I'm like, Hal, you're not Nelson. And he's like, I am now. (laughs) True. Um, so talk about things coming full circle, right? Like it all started with this pilot, threw me on full house. Hal Sparks was on the, anyway, yeah. and then here's Hal again. Um, so him and I, you know, instantly reconnected and had, a, it was really nice reconnecting with him and I consider him a friend and, um, you know, I'd love to do something with him again in the future, but he turned into a huge star. Everybody who works with me becomes gigantic. <laughs> You're like the good luck it's, Chuck. It's just like... <laughs> Uh, let's work with David Lipper so we can become huge. <laughs> and David will just keep scraping and clawing. I mean, look, I got I to gotta admit, I'm super grateful. I've, I'm, you know, <laughs> years old. And I'm still going and I make a living doing what I love. And it's great. Well, you're also just really smart because I've like, I just know a lot of actors because again, I'm like a, a fan of everybody. So like, I've just like tried to meet people throughout the years. And you're the one who like is sustainable. Like you're successful like you've invested money like you're and i always say that about you too because like there's so many people who have like huge names and like not a dollar to their name because they just weren't like smart with their money so that's like one thing especially now being your friend like learning from you because i am someone who's also very careless i'm like i'm making money let me just spend it and like learning from you and just and seeing like, like what like you invested have. and you're like yeah yeah it's like eh, what's the point like i'll just marry <laughs> I'll someone just rich more. <laughs> yeah that too that and so with you i always think it's so impressive because you're able to still act but like you're able to also have like own a home and like all this stuff that other actors like can't really Okay. Do. Well, first of all, to give you your props that you deserve, <laughs> you are a businesswoman. You've created a brand. You've created. I mean, this whole thing is like you know crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Your podcast and the TikTok and the. <laughs> we gotta teach you how to TikTok. Yeah. So so I've yeah. just I've just joined TikTok, <laughs> and I've learned that I've absolutely no understanding of any of it. David L one two three four. If you guys want to follow him, he has one follower now. So go follow him. <laughs> I would love to see how many people. I want to follow you. I love okay. I, you. Okay, I've seen you a couple times this year, and you've always been like, I want to learn TikTok. What is it about TikTok? Explain. <laughs> can you? I need a tutorial because well, I don't understand it. Okay, I'll t- I'll give you a tutorial of it. I just am curious why you want to do this. Like ah. TikTok is. Okay, so I'll here. Okay, so first of all, I gotta get hip. You are hip. And uh, and be on the <laughs> the cool social media apps. No, so yeah. here's what's ha- so like you were saying. I've I've had to reinvent the wheel as an actor, and um, you know what I used to make on one movie, I've got to make like four right. to to make the same amount of money now. So um, I did a movie called The Unwilling, 
which is a horror movie that I wrote and starred in. I didn't know you wrote it. Yeah. It's so good. I did not know oh, you wrote that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a buddy of mine is the director. It's like, uh, I want to do a movie with you. Uh, let's bounce some ideas around. Let's write them down. Our good buddy, Phil Morton, shaped it all with us. And, um, and when, yeah, I wrote this movie about these this family that comes to see me in, in, in this house because of agoraphobia. I can't leave the house. And we're reading the will because uh, my dad died. And instead of a will showing up, a box shows up, a mysterious evil box. And it gives you what you need. And when you take it, you change. Ooh, um, that's so, a good pitch for it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's on Amazon. Now, if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. Leave oh. a five-star review, please. They help. Yes, they help. <laughs> Apparently, there's an algorithm that like doesn't kick in enough money unless there's enough of those. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's all too much for me. No, you, so, that is true. Reviews help, for sure. Yeah, so, so did that movie, and um, the producer wasn't really that hands-on. Um, so I ended up producing the film and learning how to produce movies. And then what that did was it gave me a training ground to say, not only could I do this, but I think I'm actually pretty good at this. Right. And people started coming at me saying, can you produce this? Can you produce this? So last year I produced a really big movie uh, for me uh, called um, Painted Beauty. Uh, it stars uh, Claire Holt, which you may remember from Vampire Diaries, and 47 Meters Down, that shark movie yeah. with uh, Mandy Moore. Um, that did very well. So she's the lead. Uh, as this uh, amazing artist who needs to get inspired to paint a collection. So she goes to Hong Kong and she witnesses a murder. Um, Did you shoot it in Hong Kong? We shot it in China um, and a little bit in Hong Kong. And uh, I guess it's all China, but Hong Kong is still its own. Is it? Yeah, it's it's still its its own separate thing, but it's China. Um, So... So we shot this, and uh, but I was shooting another movie in China, and that's what happened. They said, can you produce this next movie for us? The director's like, I think you're awesome. I want to keep you on. And I said, you got me. And I stayed in China for like three months. And um, I called my good friend Clifton Collins Jr. I said, dude, you got to come play the serial killer. You'll be perfect in this. He came down. Um, we needed. Uh, we lost Hamlin Tamita at the last minute, someone they had already hired. So I called my friend Kelly Hu, and I said, Kelly, can you come down and do this? And I just like scrambled to put these pieces together. And then next thing you know, SAG is like, nobody put a bond down for SAG. And I'm like, what? who was running this movie before I got here? Oh my God. And I was up for three days in China with the time change, getting this done with SAG, you know, finally getting all the actors on the plane and the movie's amazing. So that's going to come out in 2020. Digital? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, they're hoping for a theatrical, so let's see what happens. I think both is good. You know, they spent $5 million on that movie. That was a real And budget. Clifton Collins Jr. is in it. I love him. Clifton is amazing. He was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was shook to see him. It he was, was so good. Yeah. The Tarantino movie. He also did uh, the Honey uh, Boo, whatever it's called. He, and he's on the, that show. Wolf, uh, yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. Honey and of course, Boy. Honey Boy. Yeah, Honey Boy. And, and, and also uh, Westworld. Westworld. You know? yeah. So good. Oh, my, I love him. I follow him on Instagram. I know it. You know everybody. I see you like, 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 even like, there's these girls from Dance Moms. I'm like, you literally know everybody. I'm like, how do you know Mackenzie and well, Maddie okay, Ziegler? Okay. So first off, this is, let me get to this. Okay. Which they're huge TikTokers, so maybe you should collab with they're them. They're gigantic. Yeah. It's like, my manager represents both of them. Okay. okay? And the mom. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so like, as I'm trying to learn this whole Instagram thing, that was the first step for me, right? Mm-hmm. I finally got to close to 50,000 followers, which has only taken me two years. <laughs> That's good and, though. That's good. No, it is. But like, I go onto Fuller House, right? <laughs> And this kid comes up to me and he goes, I'm the new you. And I said, huh? And he's like, I'm the new you. I'm like the new Viper. And I'm like, really? And he says, my name's Isaac. And this is my girlfriend, Mackenzie. 
And I'm like, oh, I'm the Mackenzie Ziegler and the Maddie Ziegler. Yeah. Yeah, cause, so um, these girls have like 13 and a half million followers yeah. on Instagram. They're they insane. absolutely killing it. My manager's just like, oh, we got to, I'm like, could they post something? She's like, David. <laughs> we charge a lot of money for them to post something. I'm like, really? The People, girl's 12. Yeah, like, I know. You know. No, they're they're killing. They started when they were like, I think Mackenzie was six when she did her uh, music video. I mean, I think now she's like 15 and she's like yeah. now wearing like midriffs. Yeah. Like, it's too much for me. <laughs> I think but she's it, 17 so now. So Isaac, <laughs> yeah. who's on Fuller House as mm. the new me, is her boyfriend. Wait, how is he the new you? Who's he dating on the show that he's the new? I don't even know. Oh, okay. Just like, I think he's supposed to be like the bad boy boyfriend. No one can replace Viper. Viper was the bad boy. A thousand percent. No, like I watch because from that, and we'll get it. I, go, I do want to show you TikTok because I'm sure there's a full house TikTok on there. There is. Do you know what that is, right? Like, you know, you can like search for movies and TV shows on TikTok. Okay. All I'm hearing is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, I'll no- show you that. But before I forget, because you played the bad boy, I love you from like Lifetime movies. And I always tell him this. I'm like, you should do more Lifetime movies. But is it just no, like, is money not there? Why do people have such a bad stigma about it? Like, nobody wants to do Lifetime movies. I just starred in a Lifetime movie, and that just premiered a month and a half ago. Wait, what is it called? It was called Sleeping With My Student. Ooh. Yes. Where where were you? What'd you play? It was my wife... Who slept with the okay. student, not me. It wasn't you. I was actually, because I've played a bunch of bad guys in some of these movies, but but I was the good husband and the good dad. When did you turn good? Because up until even, what was it, Black Widow, you were bad. Like I've been <laughs> constantly bouncing between this. It's, it's like, first of all, this is how it happened. I was a good, like the good sitcom, clean cut boy. Right. You know, even if the bad boy Viper was a clean cut Jew from freaking Canada. <laughs> was so, he Jewish on the show? I'm Jewish. So oh, okay. just, so he was. Like, I'm like the white Jew from Canada <laughs> playing it, the hardcore. It. You know what I mean? It's like, look, Henry Winkler, you know, was the Fonz, but he's also. Oh, Jewish. yeah. That's a good And reference. actually, I know him for a long time. So, um, so yeah, so that's what it was. It was like I was supposed to be this clean cut guy, and then all of a sudden, my manager goes, There's this audition to rape Tiffany Amber Thiessen in a movie. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get it. And I said, Excuse me? He's like, You're not going to. I mean, it's like you, you're not really the bag. I'm like, Watch me. Ooh, I see you guys a challenge. I walked into NBC because this is a big, this movie is a big deal for them. Back in those days, there were big network movies like the Monday night movie on NBC. Oh. They were much bigger budget and bigger productions than you have now for like Lifetime or Hallmark or these kinds of things where they they may get to like a million or a million and a half if you're lucky. You know, we, we would get like three or four million dollars to shoot a movie uh, for NBC. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, so I walk into NBC to the network and it, it's all women, the whole executive brass, you know, there's Barry Corelli and there's Lindita Coven and, um, and this mass of women, uh, who are running, uh, the network in, in this division. And there's a scene where I seduce Tiffany's younger sister after I rape her mm-hmm. and I freaked them out so badly that when I finished the reading and I went to walk away, cause I played it really subtly and really real and, and uh, they just like were moving back, like too real. And that's when I, when I saw that reaction, I called my manager. I said, "I'm going to book this thing." You knew it right away. I knew it because they were freaked out. They were so freaked out they cut the scene from the movie. They said, "We can't have that scene in the movie. It's too." They it's too much. they put a scene with the little sister though. Oh, you said you just the little. You see me after with her, like in the yeah. kitchen after the rape scene, like just kind of. Talk. But there was a whole seduction oh. scene that was right. You, you know, like um, the De Niro movie with Juliette Lewis. Where he's that's one of the great seductions. Cape Fear, where mm-hmm. he seduces her in the in the theater with like uh, his thumb in her mouth and stuff. Exactly, mm-hmm. it was like that, you know. And yeah. they're just like, we can't show this on NBC. And that was like what 
well, I mean, we won't say how many years ago, but I'm saying now you can never do something like that. I just feel like so people are so triggered. And back then, I remember watching it and my mom did not want me to watch it. I think I was like 10 or something. Was it was it She Fought Alone or No One Could she Tell? She Fought Alone. She Fought Alone, okay. Because yeah. I was like, there was two. There was No One Could Tell, which I think was the kid from The Wonder Years raping Candace Cameron. And then there was She Fought Alone. And I was like, wait, which one was it? And you were, I remember watching that and my mom was like, do not watch this, like all this stuff like that. She was like, thought it was so awful. And Because also too, like there was a scene of you with like a shotgun with Brian Austin Green. And I remember yes. watching that. In the woods, yeah. And I was like, I mean, like, and I'm not just saying this because you're here, but that was like, that's one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever because it's so like fucked. This guy's like, wait, did you do it? You're like, whatever, man. Like, there's not, like, it was so fucked. Like, the script and everything. I was like, no this means is- yes. Know what I mean? Yes. I swear, like, I swear to, like, if we had a line like that today, uh, that's what I'm shut saying. us down. And yeah. in a way, though, like, it was, I, I like those kind of scenes because it's like, it shows like the reality of what the world is, what the kids are, like, how it was, like, even in my school. Like, that's literally, you know, like, if you're, if the boys were on the sports teams, you could get away with stuff. So now it's like, cool that we're like PC and people are like more like aware but like that's the reality and they just don't show it but anymore. That was the beginning of it. I mean that movie was a big showcase to go it's not okay to write things on the wall uh, and leave it there. Like the school has a responsibility yeah. when it says Caitlin's a whore to remove it. Yeah. And um, and that's what happens in this movie. It's a true based on a true story. So once the uh, the school commission comes in and they they really um, find this school badly for for misbehaving and letting the jocks get away with this stuff and it, it caused a shift yeah you know so these movies you may not believe it actually helped affect this change way before the Me Too movement thousand um, percent you know because stuff used to go on in schools um, that you can't even imagine today you know where the jocks could do whatever they want especially in these small towns in like Texas mm-hmm. where this took place. Um, so, so, so this was kind of pioneering in, in like, it's not okay to sexually harass someone even verbally. It's not okay to do any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, well, my school was like that. That happened exactly in my school. The things where like people like, and we changed schools, but same thing happened. They would like write stuff about me on the walls and stuff like that, just like that movie. And that's why I was like, that's crazy because that happened to me years later, but people just don't want to talk about it and they don't want to show those like scenes anymore. And I thought like that was, like you said, it's like kind of the beginning of the whole like me too. And I wish they would do that more. So now in like films, I think it just shows like 13 reasons why it's a good example. It's it's heavy. That was very heavy. But really well done. Yeah. Because people like oh that's triggering but like you have to like show this because that's the reality and like how is anyone going to learn or like educate themselves on this kind well, of stuff well look at euphoria i mean they're going mm-hmm. to a whole other level yeah they're showing nudity they're showing all kinds of drug use mm-hmm. and, you know transsexuals and they're like there's no boundaries right on that show so at the same time you know with things like hbo or showtime mm-hmm. where you can show nudity you can swear and you can do those things we've kind of pushed the envelope even further did you do full nude i feel like i saw you full nude no was it? Oh, Dante's Peak, you kind of see me. Were you fully naked when you shot it? I, you know the what, sock? it really wasn't. Talk about like how things have changed. <laughs> she was completely naked and a natural redhead, let me just say. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I had these little uh, shorty things on. So like, Okay, so you like, weren't naked. No, I mean, I had like, the, like I said, like these little briefs on. <gasps> and um, she, had a, she had no padding on her? Nothing. <gasps> She was completely naked. Yeah, what the hell? And it's like, because I guess you kind of see her walking in more than me. Um, but that was a great scene in Dante. First of all, that movie was gigantic. And I still get fan mail from people who are like, uh, I watch it. I have to watch it for my chemistry class. Like chemistry, like mm-hmm. high schools are showing that movie in chemistry class for what, I don't know what the 
lesson is, but they're showing it right. and people are still watching it and people are still sending me saying that scene was, was huge for me. Was it, who was the director of that? Dante's Roger Donaldson. That was, yeah, that was yeah. really, oh my God, that, that movie was really good. I like that one. There was another one you did. Oh, the, the Texas love triangle. The, the <laughs> love deadly triangle, the Texas cadet murders. That's so, a long title. Now, now here's what, after I raped Tiffany in that mm. movie, um, NBC put me, uh, gave me a deal basically. And so that was a straight offer. They just okay. handed me that film. And now it's like a couple years later and I'm like, I don't know if I can still play high school. And I'm wondering like, I'm going to get to the set cause they haven't even met me. They just, you know, they just offered it to me based on the other film. Okay. And, um, and I'm like, they're going to see me and go, he's too old. Like he's not going to pull off high school, but you did. Yeah, well, did. even now, I, we won't say your age, but I'm always so shocked when you tell me because I always forget. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so crazy. You just look. You are someone who just looks young, which I guess is a good thing as you get older. I'm someone who looks older. I look like the same you age as you. Not. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> not true at all. No, and it's cool. Like, you still, like, I feel like even the movies you play now, now you're playing, like, a dad. You played a dad in a horror movie. What was that one? Was that The Unwilling? No. Uh, well, if I just played a dad in this Lifetime movie, you know, so, right, so that's, that's just, you know, six weeks ago. And um, so with, you know, as we were kind of talking about before, how I've segued into producing, well, now I'm going to be directing a film and I'm super excited. And this is why I need to learn the TikTok. Yes. Let's talk about social media. So, so you have a new movie. I have a new movie that's called Linked that is all high school kids and um, it's a lot like Scream. But basically what's happening is kids are posting these videos uh, just like they do on the TikTok, mm-hmm. and um, and like one kid is is more like showing prank videos and like fake murders and stuff until one of them is real. That's a good concept. Yeah. Wait, did and you already make this film? No, we're gonna shoot it like in You're February. So I'm thinking like I want to cast some people, obviously some seasoned actors. Like I already have Jessica Belkin, uh, who I'm a big fan of, who played my daughter in the Lifetime movie just six weeks ago, and then the film I shot over the summer, Reboot Camp. Yes. She's, uh, she's got a great part in that. Um, so I already want to put her in one of the parts. I want to put Isaac in, maybe Mackenzie, if, uh, if she'll do it. So I'm already talking to her manager about getting her the script. Yeah. And so like, but I also want to find like some of these TikTokers, mm-hmm. you know, who are those people to get them in. So I'm, I'm calling it research. I love that. Wait, what age range are you looking for? We can go on TikTok right now and look at all the I'm, big stars. I mean, they gotta they gotta be legit looking seventeen and like like oh. seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And so as long as they're emancipated, um, eighteen to play seventeen, anywhere in there, okay, um, I can hire them and not, not have to worry, worry about tutors and all that stuff. Yeah, I feel like is, kids is it's hard. So if you go on, t- so you have TikTok. Yes. So if oh, you want to scout, now, there's like a main page. Here. I'm a little nervous about how this. Okay. How this algorithm works. Uh-huh. And here's why. Okay. Um, so my friend Seth, who's gay, uh-huh. right, he's like, I got here. He's the one who first told me, like, because he knows about the film. He's like, you got to get on this. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the app that the kids use should be a hybrid between TikTok and Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. okay, what's TikTok? Okay. okay so-, so he's getting guys half naked, like, ripped. Dancing on TikTok. On TikTok. Yeah, that's his. And I go on, and all I'm getting are young hot girls dancing. Really? And I'm like, how does it know to send you the guys? (laughs) 
and send me the girls. Why does it know this? It's so smart. And I'm very scared. No, can I tell you? It's smart like that. It sends me like I'm into musicals. So all I see is people performing like Beetlejuice on Broadway, which is like my thing. And I'm like, how do they know that this is what I love? Because I'm not following the stars of Broadway. So maybe it just knows. Also on Instagram, you follow Hot Girl. So I think it, it all ties in. That's why I see the people you Who follow. Who are the owners <laughs> of TikTok? I think it ties in with Instagram. I feel like it's a foreign country and this is how they're taking over. I really, might. I feel like, like we're doomed. Because the people you follow on Instagram, I could see why that would be. Because I was like, okay, follow? You, you follow, follow? yeah, I do. Well, oh like God. back in a couple of years ago, I was like weirdly obsessed with you and I would look and be like, because you blocked me. And I was like, why did he block me? But he's following all these that, girls. I had a lunatic ex-girlfriend <laughs> who literally like grabbed me. He's like, she, I was like, I'm blocking people you shouldn't be following. I'm like, uh, okay, take my phone. Why would you say, okay, anyways. I know. That, oh my God. Unhealthy like, relationship. Unhealthy. <laughs> I, I Look, I've been single for almost three years since that relationship. Really? Yeah. Good for you. I feel like you've always gone from girlfriend to girlfriend. Like I've known you now 13 years and you're always with someone I new. I was so traumatized from that last really? relationship yes. and i'm just like i'm just being so careful now before i because when i'm in it i give everything you right. know i just want that person to be happy and i give every inch of my Maybe soul that's the problem you give too much uh yeah balance you know? next time and you can get taken advantage like that and then it's like you know especially with what i do for a living right it's so easy for a girl to seem like secure and okay with you for the first few months and then like the insecurities <laughs> just come flying, mm-hmm. especially when she's got a drinking problem or something like mm-hmm. that. And then it's just, it it gets nasty. Mm-hmm. And, and eventually I was just like, I deserve better than this. And I, I got out of it. But like, I just, I picture so, all so the, sorry about that. No, she blocked, she, not just you. She blocked literally every woman that sent me. a note. That's so funny. Yeah. No, I feel like now I'm just thinking about the comments that are going to come your way to your DMS being like, well, Trisha's one of those crazy bitches. So, Cause that's also <laughs> me in every relation. Like, but they, that's just a relationship. My friendships, I'm pretty good. If I have like a weird friendship, it's like, I've always been a good friend with me. You have never been crazy with me. Yeah. So, you know, well, I mean, one time. There's <laughs> moments. No, once. And I always felt really bad. And I still, t- I told that story once and I felt so bad. I was like, oh my God, I was a crazy person. There's a lot going on in the world right now. And the skim is here to help you cut through the noise. Meet Skim This, a weekly podcast that makes it easier to understand how the news impacts you. We break down the most complicated stories of the week and add context and clarity to answer the questions that are on your mind. Subscribe and listen every Friday morning wherever you get your podcasts. Napa Know How. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. If you love true crime podcasts, Podcast One is the perfect destination. We've got two awesome true crime podcasts trending right now, and you have to check them out. First up, based on the iconic series on A&E, Cold Case Files explores some of the most difficult to solve murders which stymied investigators and went cold, sometimes for decades. Next up, Copycat Killers. 
is the latest podcast from Reels and Podcast One. Every episode takes you behind the scenes of real-life murder cases, which copy memorable slangs seen in Hollywood movies. Check out both Cold Case Files and Copycat Killers. They're going to be your next favorite true crime podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and many of your favorite podcast listening apps. Let's go to TikTok. Let's go to stuff that we do know about. So okay. this is so this is the homepage is the one that keeps making the noise. As soon as you click there is where you're going to see all the top TikTok stars. I follow all the top TikTok stars. And I would say this is the girl you need. If you can get her, you're going to get anyone on TikTok. It's, um, oh my God, where? Oh, here she is. Lauren Gray. Do you oh. know her? Have you heard of her? She's the biggest TikTok star. Oh. 35 well, million followers. Maybe I've added her. I don't know. Because I've started to look for the big ones. Um, well, all you have to I'll do for up. the big ones is here. It's going to play I noise. I home? Yeah. So you just, oh. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. But it is just like this a hot This is all girl. I get. All I get are hot girls. It's just, it's. <laughs> And honestly, I, I'm starting to feel like a little nervous. Like, what? What is this saying about me? You gotta be me? careful because you don't know how old those girls are I'll, either. I'm petrified. You're like, I, I no did, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so and it's just like, look, it just one after another. It's just there it is another. Wow! Hockey. Wow! Look at this. I okay. Don't, I don't know what that move is, but it's impressive. That's weird because mine's not like that. Her I have foot, like weird people. Her foot is over the head. Wow! Wow! Is that. that amazing? So you love this? Do you like go and study? Uh, I'm just trying to see who's got a, like a lot of followers who seems to be like an it so, girl for TikTok and then yeah. like you know at some point I'm going to reach out through casting and and bring them in because you know I want this to be legit I want this to feel like like this is that world and I think too with social media stars like we have this like craving to like be in like mainstream like mainstream people are able to like I don't know it's just like YouTube and social and digital is huge and I think it's bigger than mainstream at the moment especially TV like we get more a lot People in general get more views. My friend Shane gets 27 million views per video. Like, no TV show wow. gets that. You know what I mean? Like, so I think we're at this, like, level. This other guy I know, David Dobrik, gets 10 million views every single day per video. My monthly views are, like, 30 million. You know what I mean? So I think, like, it's bigger than mainstream. However, we still want to feel legitimized by mainstream. So I think you could probably get anybody you wanted because if you're in a mainstream movie like Liza Koshy or any of those people, you're more, like, legitimate. Well, I was going to put you in the I know. camp. But I, you had this little music tour going on. I know. I had a tour. Well, it was a big music <laughs> tour. Um, but, no, I was, I was, first of all, really shocked because we hadn't talked for a while. And I didn't know it was going to be, like, an actual, like, part. I'm also very self-conscious about acting because I've been offered movie roles before. And I'm very self-conscious. I know you're an acting teacher, but I don't think I could. I don't. I think I'm too self-conscious. I'm known for being messy and crazy and sexual. Like, it, I don't think I could tone it down. It's exactly what I would... I would just wanted you to be you. Like, really? the whole beauty of this Shit. movie, and I cannot wait for people to see this. We're in post-production right now. Is it's... I'm playing, like, a self-help guru that, you know, there's all these documentaries on Netflix now. You got the Bikram mm-hmm. one. Have you seen this that just mm-hmm. came out? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. you like, raped all these women. Yeah, that one's insane. crazy. Yeah. So you got him. You got Holy Hell about the French guy who's got a cult here. You've got uh, oh, Wild right. Wild Country about the Indian oh. guy that came over and started a cult. That one was crazy. Right? They're all crazy. And then and then you have the, the little less crazy, but still like crazy, like Tony Robbins and the other guy. And it's like the huge following. Oh, I haven't seen those either. They're all on, on the Netflix. Wow. Yeah. So, on the Netflix. On the Netflix. The Netflix, the TikTok. <laughs> it's just called TikTok. No, the put it on the line. Okay. Uh, so, so this is this is what's going on. So we made a mockumentary, so to speak, you uh-huh. know, about 
trying to shoot a documentary to show from the inside out just how easy it is to become a self-help guru, manipulate people, and how easily people are manipulated. And so I create this French-Canadian character named Gordon Saint-Pierre. Mm. And everyone comes to study with Gordon. You would have been one of those people playing yourself, you know. And that's and we had Eric Roberts playing himself mm. and his wife. And they were delightful, by the way. They showed up like an hour early, fully prepared. Really? The true pros. Wow. Ed Bagley and his wife. Also, total pros, hysterical. Wow. Uh, David Keckner from Anchorman. So good. Uh, him and Jerule. I put them in a room together and did a session with them. And I was like, okay, Monsieur Keck, uh, let's talk about uh, your problems. And he said, I got anger issues, man. I just, I want to break shit, you know? And, it's, it's like, so and I just, it just, you didn't know where it was going to go. Right? Mm-hmm. It was all improv shit. And then it just went. And then Jerule. I, I, I've never seen this. Like he, I, I was like, dude, welcome. Happy to have you here. This is, gave him a nice big dressing room. Pulls out this box of what I thought were like cigarettes and their joints and like 25 joints in a box and just starts lighting them and smoking them. And I think he went through all 25 joints within a span of like four hours. Like, and, and then in the scene, we're in the middle of a scene. He grabs the joint and lights it up and he's like I'm like I'm okay you didn't take any <laughs> no <laughs> I mean it would have made for a good like scene <laughs> I mean I was just like it was hysterical and we put him and Kackner together and you know Jerul talk about another documentary on uh, on uh, Netflix yes. the fire festival oh my fiasco, god you know and uh, and he was such a good sport all these people were such good sports so that movie's coming out in 2020 I have a big 2020 I know you know Painted Beauty's coming out Underdog's Rising is coming out um, Reboot Camp is coming out The Unwilling is on Amazon right now. Fuller House. Fuller House series <laughs> finale coming out next year. Yeah. You know, and I'm shooting four movies this year starting with Linked. So this is what's on my slate. Yeah. That's, insane. That's why you're saying it. Well, you are. I knew you as a <laughs> partier person too. Like when I knew you a couple years ago, like you definitely, well, even before you were very into partying and like going out and like now you like never leave your house. Like you're very into your diet, which we have to talk about. We got to talk about TikTok, but we got, I want to talk about your diet too real quick. The, the Zen foods, which you've like told me about. You look great. Like you've lost so much weight. Like literally in three weeks. What was it been three weeks or two weeks? You look amazing. Two weeks and a day. You've always been fit though. Like I, even when you said you were fat, I was like, you still look fit. You were so what? what well, here's what happened. I, I was riding uh, a motorcycle, actually a Vespa. <laughs> a little different. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I, I'm like, it's a Vespa. What could happen to me? I'm going yeah. down Nichols Canyon. Don't ever take any two wheeled vehicle down Nichols Canyon. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a bicycle, mm-hmm. a motorcycle, or Vespa. Mm-mm. It it what happens is it gets so much dirt blown on there. And I'm sure motorcycles are built to handle these things. And I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the Vespa anymore <laughs> because it didn't. I just took a normal turn, really slow, hit the brake, and it hit the dirt and the dryness and whatever, and it just went, whoosh. I land on my shoulder, I break my scapula, which apparently is almost impossible to do. Like, the, the hospital was like, we don't see that. Like, you don't break the scapula. You break everything else, but not the scapula. And because uh, there's so much muscle around it and everything. Broke that and two ribs here, the three and four ribs. This is two and a half months ago, okay? So all I'm doing for the first week is I'm in bed in crazy pain. And, you know, they handed me all these pain meds, which I did for like a day. I just don't, I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I just, I don't know how people get into the whole opiate thing because it's not my, not my jam. And CBD actually kind of saved my ass. Really? Yeah. I started taking mm-hmm. like three times a day the CBD 
And I'm just crazy motivated. I know I have all these movies coming and I'm like, I got to get it together. I started going to PT twice a week Mm -hmm. and then doing the exercises on my own. And after a week, I could finally move my arm like this much and then finally this much and this much. I played hockey last night. I'm going skiing this weekend in Miami. Yeah, you said that. I was like, what? Yeah. Like I just push myself and push myself and push myself. So, but what happened was I'm usually, like you said, really active. Mm -hmm. I go to the gym, I hike, all this stuff. I had two months of like nothing Mm -hmm. but like trying to do this with like a band, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so I put on weight, I put on like, like 15 pounds. It's insane. Um, and so I called my friends at Zen Foods and, uh, I said, okay, I need help. And by the way, that's one of the great lessons I've learned in life. It's something I'm very bad at, but I'm learning. Ask for help sometimes. Yes. You know, there's people out there mm-hmm. who know certain things that you may not know or, or can help you in areas that you're not an expert in and ask for help. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we got you. We'll document the whole thing. We'll show the before and after. The before is really embarrassing. Where is it at? Where can they see the before? Um, you know, Zen, is, Zen has been running it. I'm running it on my Instagram okay. stories. And uh, I also went to work with Dr. Uh, Rand, who's like the guy who does all the Avengers. And when they have to like bulk up and everything before the movie. Um, And he works with, you know, supplement uh, therapy and all kinds of stuff. Um, So I went to see him. He had my blood work done, saw where, you know, there were areas that needed improvement. And they just all kind of work together. Um, But it's basically the food. You know, I eat what's in the bag, gets delivered once a day, zenfoods.com. And... I've lost like seven pounds in two weeks. Are you working out? I am. Like now I'm playing hockey again and I'm slowly, I'm not like working out like I used to. Right. um, Where I'm doing like heavy weights or Uh anything. I'm still doing bands and stuff like that. But I'm playing hockey, which is like gigantic. Are you, are you hungry? Like how much food are you getting? Is it like portion control? It is portion control, but it's it's so much food. It's like I have breakfast, then a mid-morning snack, then lunch, then a mid-afternoon snack and then dinner. And how about socializing? Can you like go out to eat to socialize or no? I mean, look, uh, my friend Mikey, who's uh, who's running a show called Fear the Walking Dead, he called me. He's like, uh, I'm in town uh, editing uh, Fear the Walking Dead or why. He does. He directs Walking Dead, too. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm editing. Come meet me at the Mondrian. Let's have dinner. And I'm like, okay. Oh, you went and, out. Yes. Yeah, so I went to the Mondrian and I had a filet mignon. So you cheated and you still lost seven pounds. I cheated. I che- I've That's cheated three good. times. I've cheated three wow. times. Wow. You know, um, it's like, it's holidays. This is super tough. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll cheat on Christmas. Right. You know, I cheated on, on that dinner and I cheated at a, at a party, but I'm still trying to be careful even when I'm cheating. Right. Like I just had the steak. Filet. Yeah. It's still like keto yeah. technically or whatever, but so it doesn't, it doesn't throw it off if you like cheat. Cause you know, the keto, if you right. cheat, you're done. You're throwed off your diet. Right. Uh, no, like, I mean, I ate the truffle potatoes. My God. I mean, you had to have slice to. the <laughs> truffle on the mashed potatoes. There's probably a gallon of butter in it oh, and I don't care. It was so, so good. good. It's so good. You're a foodie. That's what I also like I about you. I didn't know. Foodie. Oh my god! Yeah, we had like ribs before Thanksgiving. That was my favorite. But you know what I realized? There's like habits, and you just break it, and then that's it. It's like you know, I smoked once upon a time, and now it's like I don't even know how I cigarettes. Did that. Yeah, really? like I haven't had a cigarette in ages. Wow. You know, and how did I stop? I just went. I'm done. You have good willpower. And I stopped. You know, and it's just like with the diet. It's just like okay, I just eat what's in the bag. Don't eat anything else. Because the thing with me is, it's not like I ate unhealthily, mm-hmm. but I would go like, oh, dried fruit. Oh, nuts. That's healthy fruit and nuts. You just ate a lot. And then it's like, you know, 
so many calories and so many Salt, grams of fat. sugar. Oh my god! Yeah. It's just like dried fruit is just you might as well be eating like Swedish berries. You know, it's I don't just know any of it. I'm so for it. you say it's easier. It's so much easier said than done. I've had struggle with so many addictions, including food addictions, sex addictions, drug addictions, pill addictions. I've so many. It's so hard to just <laughs> stop. I can't. I I did with drugs earlier this year. I stopped. Cold it's turkey, okay to ask for help. I know, and you helped me a lot. I remember even though we weren't friends, we hadn't talked for a couple of years. I remember we talked a lot on the phone during like I would do these breakdowns on Instagram, which is hella embarrassing now, but like it was my way of like reaching out, hoping somebody would like contact me. And you were one of the people you were like, if you want to talk, cause you're like really good into like all that stuff you've dealt with your own stuff. So I thought that was like cool that you I've had this out. crazy roller coaster ride of work to the point where I'm burnt out, mm-hmm. like overworked, overworked, overworked. Like you see what I'm doing now. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm doing everything. It's not like you shoot a movie and that's it mm-hmm. as an actor. It is. But when you're producing or directing, it's like you live and breathe this movie for the next year. You know, and, and and it's it's a lot, and I don't go out a lot. I don't socialize. I mean, I'm a social guy, and I'll go when I have to make an appearance to something mm-hmm. like a friend's birthday or something like that. But but yeah, eventually you hit this wall, and it's like I just want to unload, you know. And it's like I was shooting in Romania. And it's like, what a, my whole cast was like alcoholics. Mm. It was insane. I shot a mini series there for four months. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you'd be off for like five days in a row. What am I going to do? So yeah. we go to the bar, you know, and, and we drink. Um, and it's easy to get caught into that thing. But the one thing with me is like you said, like I, I vanity, one of the seven deadly sins <laughs> has actually saved my butt too many times because I'll just look in the mirror and go, I am not liking what I see. I'm done. And that's it. I make a decision and I stick with it until I get burnt out and then I go back. And that's kind of been this flip-flop over the last 15 years of my career. But I swore a long time ago I would never be an E-True Hollywood story. And if it ever got too dicey, I stop. And somehow I've managed to check myself back into just stopping. And it's sad that I have to go to one extreme or the other. Um, but right now, you know, I'm not drinking, I'm not smoking, I'm not doing any drugs. Um, and I'm as happy as I've ever been. And I don't even have a girlfriend right now, which is crazy. <laughs> Are you dependent you know? on having a girlfriend mostly for your Well, happiness? I'm saying I don't have any of these things. <laughs> right. And but I'm you're just, still happy. I'm just happy I'm with who I am right now. Yeah. I'm just happy being a good guy, uh, putting one foot in front of the other and working my tail off and doing what I love. Right. You know, there's good work and there's bad work. What I realize is we got to disassociate from things that can take over our lives. You know, I had that terrible couple of years I got mixed up with opening a bunch of Menchie stores and I thought it would be a really good investment. Mm -hmm. And I thought, um, I wouldn't be that involved with it, but when things go South, I step up and I, you know, because I'm responsible to not just me, but to other people. And that took over my life and it hurt my career and it hurt my self-esteem and it hurt everything. Um, so I stay away from things like that. And then if I, if I feel like I'm getting too overwhelmed, I have to take a step back and go, okay, what can I cut off from this groupings of stuff that's taken over my life? Yeah. You know, because if I get too burnt out, I know where it's going to lead. Right. You know, it's going to lead to, I just need to unload the extreme personalities of yeah. you. I'm the same way. It's like you got to work, 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 like money, money, money. And then it's also like, yeah, then you like try and unload and you're like, then it's, then you go yeah. down a different path, which was me. I was like literally earlier this year, I was ready to quit everything. And then I'm like, oh, let me just take on more things. I'm like podcast books, all this stuff. I was like, I don't know, music tour. Um, all right. So should we learn TikTok? Uh, please. Do you want to post on your TikTok? Should we do one real quick Yeah. On How do we do this? Let's do it. Okay. Are you on TikTok? Are you on the app now? Uh, all right. So go to search. Uh, Wait, is this in French? You speak French, right? I can. Wait, that is TikTok. Uh, so search right here. Here, I can do it. I'll put yeah. it on yours. <laughs> I don't speak it to English. 
I love that you Sunday, know French. Tuesday, My French Thursday. friend is coming tonight. I told him. I was like, oh, I Mais oui, je parle français. Oh, you do? Ah, What's oui. that? I speak French? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's see if there is a full house one on here because I feel like that one you should do because people will search it. Um, or we do a music one too since you're... I'll never forget. Remember that show Dif- uh, Different Strokes with Gary? Yeah. yeah. What was it? What wasn't Gary... I want to say Oldman. It's not Oldman. No, no. Gary... Coleman. Gary Coleman. <laughs> and he, they're going to Paris in this episode. And he's listening back in those days to a record to, uh, to t- teach him French. And so the guy's going... Donne-moi un oeuf brûlé. <laughs> Give me a hard-boiled egg. Oh. And so he's listening to this over and over, and his father comes in, and he's like, how are you doing on the French? He's like, Dad. He's like, it's very important if you get lost in the streets of France that you, you know this. And he says, Dad, how's it going to help me if I'm lost in the streets of France? And I go, Give me a hard-boiled <laughs> egg. <laughs> what did he say? What was his response? Did he have <laughs> nothing. I mean, you'd be, you'd be full, I guess. It's, it's, it was, I thought, that's, no, I've never forgotten <laughs> that. Somehow that's the only line I remember from that show from 100 years ago. So, okay, yes. this is one from Full House. Ah. So what do I do? Oh, wow, that's a lot. Wait, where is... Oh, this is like... Is it San Francisco? 157,000 hearts. Yeah, so these are all the top Full House, um, like, clips, I guess you could say. So I guess people do... I, have, I haven't seen these, but, like, you type it in, and you can see all the things that people have done. And so basically, if you want to use a sound... Let me just try and find one that looks easy. Like, here's one that maybe looks easy. So it's like lip syncing. So do you want to like lip sync or do you want to do like, because the, the other ones are a little, if I was in full house, let's see. 248,000. Wow. How does this kid of 248,000, all big. he's doing is waving yep. to full house. Tw- 21 million. What? Jacob Satorius, you should get him in what? yours. He's young. He might be like 17 or something like that. Yeah, he full house. Really this is like a pretty popular tag. I'm trying to find one like that would be like a cute one to do. Stephanie. She looks so, like Jennifer Morrison, that girl. Who, this girl? Yeah. The top Doesn't she look like Jennifer Morrison? I don't know how that is. I'm really Gen- bad. Oh, she was uh, from that show um, House back in the day. Oh, why don't I know that? And I feel like I once know. Once Upon a Time, she was lead chick Once Upon a Time. No? I don't know. I don't know. And I know most actors. Warrior, that movie Warrior was a really good movie. No, why don't I know that? Who was in that? Just her? Was she like the well, big no, star? Well, no, uh, it was Tom Hardy became a star from that movie. Cliff Dorfman wrote the script. Oh. One of the writers there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, I know I'm trying all to... this useless information. <laughs> I know. This not... is all I do is <laughs> movies and TV are in my life. I know, I, but it's impressive, honestly. Very sad. Let's see this, Full House. Okay. I don't know. It's so hard. See, now I get nervous because, like, anytime someone, like, legit wants to know social media, I'm like, I don't really know. It's a very good tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do one. Let's just do one. We'll just pick one. Okay. And then we can anything. post it. Uh, anything is better than what I'm doing, which is absolute nothing. I have one follower. So maybe we should do this. This just seems pretty popular. Okay. Do that. Okay. All right. So what this do you has 592,000. So I we can't. need to. I can't. With the... Isn't that crazy? Like, hi, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> Five million viewers. <laughs> I do a $20 million production, 10 viewers. (laughs) That's what you need, though, TikTok. Okay, now it's not saying that we can't use the sound. So normally you go here and it says the copyright owner hasn't made this, so we can't do that one, no. Well, how do they get it? I don't know. These must have... I don't know. That's actually really weird. That's a good question, right? I know. I I don't know. I have no answers, but very good questions. I know. I don't have answers either because I'm not necessarily a TikToker. You're a professional. What do you mean? You have 500 million followers? Not on TikTok. I have 600,000. All right. Maybe we should do an acting one. Is 
Can't we just get a Viper clip and then I could actually? I looked. I don't think there was. <laughs> we can make one. Like you can make your own. We not have the Viper. <laughs> no, it comes up to this. Like there's like this kind of thing. No Viper on TikTok. Viper <laughs> is on Mushmash. That would have been really good, it's though. There was app. a pipe. Mishmash? You Mishmash. Come up with that. I'm, I'm a, it's my new app. Honestly, that would have been really good. For people that can't figure out TikTok who are <laughs> over 40. Mishmash. Yeah. Um, dang, I really want to do one. Okay, let's just do one. I really want to make you a TikTok so you have something to show and people can go look at it. Um, I want it, Let's just do like maybe this one. Okay. Okay, what do we do? Okay, so this is a lot. This is a lot of editing here. Let me just take these off real quick. Okay. Okay. Oh, I should. We'll take, it. We'll take them off for a second and do a TikTok. Okay. All right. All right, guys. So... Bring your mic closer so they can hear you. Who's here? Right. The podcast. Oh, hi. <laughs> we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if it's okay. Going. All right. So, all right. So this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Hold on. Let me listen to it real quick. Timer. Okay. Trim. I'll not remember one <laughs> piece of this. Wait, you won't? No, you will. I literally need like I need a YouTube tutorial. <laughs> Let me see if I can slow it down a little. Okay. Go. So we got to do like the hive, you know, like that thing. Like it's a sitcom opening, basically. This. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's gonna be a three-second countdown. You're gonna like turn like you're in the opening of a sitcom and do like, oh hey, ready? Like that. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna do a countdown. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay, now I'll do it. So then I have to go again to timer. It's unbelievable. Okay. How does everyone so figure this stuff out? All right, so now I'll do my little intro. Okay. I'll start with the ceiling. Start with the ceiling. <laughs> Good shot. Okay, now you got to go again. Now you got to do a different character. And we're almost done, but we got to do a different character now. A different character? Okay. Yeah. So, like, pretend you're, like, another, like... You're an actor. I don't know. Be a different character. What you just wear? What'd you just do? Like a dad, like hi. I just said hi. So yeah. do more like, like something you I'll know. I'll do something cooler. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So now we'll start on the microphone, and I'll go to you. Okay. Okay. Now I'll have to do another character. So I was smiley. So now I should do sexy. All right. All right. All right, now we'll do one together. So now both of us just like in, like we're like the parents of the show. Ready? Okay, this one's a quick one, so we got to do it quick. Okay. So start out and go in. So this way and in. Out and in, got yeah. it. All right, here we go. Okay, now watch it. Do you like it? I Your love first it. TikTok? Okay. Uh, it's so infinitely, Let me make sure. infinitely better than anything I could have done on my we'll own. We'll post this on yours and then we'll share it. Okay. Okay, awesome. I'm going to let you just do that because I, again, not very good at this stuff. Okay. We'll post it. Sorry. Okay. So now we have to like do like the, select the cover. 
a cover. Yeah, so you have to like go here and get like a thumbnail. Honestly, how does everybody figure this I stuff out? I know. It's so complicated. It takes a minute. That's what I was saying. It was going to take like a... I mean, like I remember explaining to my parents how to work the VCR and like <laughs> thinking like, how are they... This is so easy. You hit record. You hit play. and But like this stuff now is complicated. Yeah, now you're your parents. Okay, it's, it's like, going to post. Okay. Yeah, see, you got to... I know. I, even I don't really know this new stuff. I'm like... I think it's there. Okay, so now you can share it to Twitter, Uploaded. Instagram. You can share it to... And I can share it too. So you can share it on your Instagram and Twitter. Oh, how do I do that? They <laughs> <laughs> just showed it right here. Look. Okay, so... Oh, I can go to stories. Just <laughs> click that. Done. People are going to be like, what? No, it's not done. You have to wait for it to open in the app. TikTok so wants to open Instagram. Uh-huh. Open. <laughs> I just... Look at this little part out of me trying to shut this. Oh, look at this. Do I type anything? I just you don't have hashtag, to just send it. Do, just send it. Okay, send it to my story. Yeah. I can do that. See, I've I've learned some stuff. You should tag me in it so that way I can repost. Well, that's why I've asked you. Okay. Should I do it? You don't know how to tag on Instagram? Well, that's what I said. Do I do? No. Just do a little. Like, do it. Also, me just trying to get cloud off of your people. You just do it. <laughs> okay. There. Now I can repost it. This is cute. Wait. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm not... Okay. One time I posted an inappropriate TikTok on accident, so I'm just going to make sure I don't do it again. Okay. So we did your first TikTok. Sorry, that took like the whole segment. Oh my <laughs> God. I feel I feel like I've just been through so much. It feels like a college course. It takes it really, a minute. Yeah. To learn it. And you it takes could a actually lot. teach a, a college course on this. I'm sure people would pay yeah, a lot of money I've done, for this. I've done speakings before on social media, for sure. TikTok with Trish. Okay, TikTok. I'm not good at like I'm not the best like I do just do Beetlejuice on there if you guys follow me on TikTok I just only do Beetlejuice so like I'm not the best at it but um yeah it, they have a lot of musicals and stuff so if, Into the Woods is probably we should have done that one they have Into the Woods on there it's really good I'll, I'll show you after I abuse her I show her disdain why does she run from me you could just make your own clip of you singing that to be honest yeah, I did that with I could Beetle- just do Agony yeah because um, you can sing on there oh yeah you don't have to lip sync oh, oh you my can. god yeah oh so then people can lip sync to you. I need a month on this, really. I need I need help. Because I need you, assistance. I need a crew. I, I can't. You don't need a crew. It's TikTok. You need one person. You could do your uh, Viper song on there. That's really popular on YouTube. It has all the musical moments. I could moments. play the, the song that I sang to DJ. Oh, my God. You I know what just, you should do is edit that in with the old the original clip of it and do it back and forth because that's what people do. And I you're can like, put uh, the clips in? Yeah. Like the original mm-hmm. clips? What, like tape it off the TV or how do you? <laughs> Screen record. <laughs> Kidding. Tape it off the TV. No speak of the English. <laughs> oh my god. It's so crazy because I think of you as like hip and stuff. And I'm so this. smart and hip in so many ways. I can make a movie. Well TikTok. <laughs> but you date a lot of young girls, so I thought maybe you might learn social media from one of them. I'm trying. One baby step. Okay. Baby steps. <laughs> well that's good. Now you're on TikTok. Your Instagram is David Lipper. At David Lipper. Yeah. And Twitter you don't use. At, yeah, I, 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 I'm on there. I think there's like 10,000 followers on there. I got to be more active you on gotta Twitter. You got to be more active on Twitter. You know, I guess I go on there every now and then when I have stuff to promote, I'll promote it on everything. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm probably going to Sunday. Um, I'm going to Sundance for the Shut Film up. Festival. When? January? Yeah, January. So oh, I'll probably be posting to. a lot of stuff from there on, on all the platforms. And then I'm going to be in Cannes. Uh, we're going to have a yacht party with Jerul and the gang from my film. Who's who's funding that? Uh, we have a very famous um, pop artist from the European charts, uh, Stacey Jackson, who's in the movie. Okay. Her and her dancers do a whole bit uh, at the party scene. And uh, she has a yacht. So Goals. she's going to host the party for us. Damn. 
Damn, you're bougie. David's the one of the most bougiest people. You're going to mammoth this weekend. You're just all over the place. You are very bougie. You know what? I'm so grateful that I'm alive and and you know modestly successful that I can do these things and I want to live like a happy, joyous, and free life. And so <sighs> it's like you know we had enough years in the clubs and the parties and everything. Mm-hmm. I've done enough of the Playboy Mansion. It's like enough of that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like David 2.0. It's like I want to go skiing. I want to go, you know, to France. I want to I want to do these things. Live and your it's life. Like, you know, I work so hard. I got to give myself these little breaks mm-hmm. so I don't burn out like we were talking about before. I don't want to burn out and I always feel like love and all that comes when it's supposed to, right? Like if you're meant to have I a kid, it'll love. come. Love. Are you I've, looking? I've, you know, I'm peaking. You're on the dating apps now. I'm trying. I don't know. I haven't dated anyone off of the you haven't app yet, but like I love it. You do? Oh, I do a whole series I'm about petrified. Bumble. I just don't. I don't understand it. I, it's like the TikTok for me. I don't. You swipe <laughs> left. I don't. I don't. Except know for what. girls, and they want to date you, which is like fun. I think it's so. Fun. I like the attention. That's what I like about it. I don't really have an intention of going like marrying people off there, but it's been yeah. fun. Yeah, we'll see. But I don't you're know. not looking. So people out there should not DM. People have DM'd you when I've mentioned you before. You said people have like DM'd you. My you, God. You don't date anyone that has DM'd you about? Uh, I haven't dated anyone who's DM'd me. That's no. like, I know you from Trish. You, you want to go out? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> I think most of them just asked me about you. What was she like? Really? Oh, yeah. I think I feel like, yeah, I always get scared when people know we're friends because then they're gonna be like, stay away from Trish. That's all the comments gonna be. But we've been cool for 13 years. I actually did not get negative comments about really? you. Really? No, I get like people think you're the greatest thing ever. Oh, okay, that's good. You know, I mean, look, we went out for ice cream, okay? Oh. And and we walk into uh, what a salt and straw, which is amazing. So good. Oh my God. Go there. And the lady's like, I'm the biggest, your biggest fan. And I'm thinking, thanks. And she, <laughs> oh, her. her. Uh, she's like, oh, it's just, it's on the house. You're so, I'm such a big fan. I'm like, I love, stand over here. (laughs) No, I love that moment because I am such a fan of you and you're so larger than life. Like, I love that moment because I don't see myself like that. So I'm like, I did feel a little cool. I was like, oh, he could see that. I'm like kind of somebody too. And she's like, and whoever you're with there, we'll give him a (laughs) No, you gave him a good tip. You were, yours, that was, that was cool. I mean, it is cool. For me, it's cool when people, I know like traditional celebrities don't like to be recognized. I love it because I don't feel like I have any talent for anyone to like celebrate me so i'm like that's so cool i mean this is a talent look look we just learned tiktok and and just a few ticks and talks <laughs> just a few ticks and, and now you got it i want to see what your followers go up to david l one two three four follow him on tiktok if you're a big tiktok star lauren gray jacob satorius mackenzie ziggler okay well yeah mackenzie i'll definitely add because i know those yeah. sisters yeah Z- ziggler or ziegler ziegler maybe they're so sweet to me they work out with know. my trainer they're really cool they're like, n- nicest by the way mackenzie who came she came mm-hmm. to the uh, taping of uh, Full House. Oh, okay. Uh, Fuller House. You said her out. boyfriend was yeah, on Yeah, because Isaac is her, is her boyfriend. Why didn't so. I get invited to that taping? I do, it was just like, <laughs> I guess, like close family and friends of the oh, cast. You I'm know? close friends. I didn't. I should have. <laughs> no, we weren't really talking. No, no, no. We weren't really talking about it. I still think it's like really cool. I know. I've met so. I think I've met the whole cast of Full House now, and they're all really super cool. I never get invited to anything, but I did go to the set of Fuller House. What are you talking about? You get invited to all kinds of things. You're I went, a celebrity. You get free ice cream. <laughs> That's all I get. And I'm like, I like to be low key too. But no, do you talk to anyone still from there? Well, I still talk to Stamos. 
Yeah, um, we love him. He's big on YouTube. I told you he's really good friends with David and Jason. And- oh, yeah. I mean, look, I played hockey with Dave Coulier uh, a few years back. We were like in a celebrity hockey game with NHL guys and actors. Oh. Um, so he's a really good hockey player, actually. Yeah. So we've done that. He's Canadian, um, right? He's, I'm not sure if he's Canadian or he's like from Michigan, like Detroit, area, oh. which is like on the border oh, okay. of Canada. Because uh, I know he's a big Red Wings fan. What's so Michigan? D- Detroit Red Wings. Okay. Yeah. I don't know hockey. I'm so, you love hockey. That's your thing. I right? do love my hockey. Go Kings. I know we were supposed to go to a Kings game. Oh my God. Now I'm just calling you out. Now it's all my personal issues. I'm like, we were supposed to go to a Kings game at one point, Let's like two years ago. Let's go to a Kings ago. game. Let's do it. I'm, okay. Can, maybe you can, you probably, you're more famous than me. <laughs> I don't. Ask them, <laughs> ask them for like a box. They're like, I'll post, I'll post Actually, on my Insta, Insta something. And I've been and, offered boxes at, yeah. the, at the Staples Center. Yeah. Do that. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go see. SeatGeek, StubHub, shout out. <laughs> They're the ones who always it up. See, let's talk to the hub stub people. <laughs> you gotta learn this stuff. You gotta learn it. And you gotta go on more podcasts. You don't do podcasts, you gotta I, go on podcasts. I know. I know. I've only done like uh, BuzzFeed, you know, have had me Which on. Which is big. That's, that's pretty You know, big. to talk about stuff that was coming out. Yeah. Um, well, when your movie comes out, well, five movies, you gotta come back on the podcast. I, okay, I'm in. And music and TikTok, we'll see where your following is at. Maybe an album. Can we get to two? Can we get to two, <laughs> two followers? followers? Can I hear a three? Also, guys, check out his music. This is just a plug that he doesn't even probably care about, but I love this song called Was LA My Lady? Oh, my so God. So good. Nobody even knows. I have I'm a, a fan. I, have a, I can't believe that. I did, yeah. You know, cause, like I said, music was a big part of my life, and mm-hmm. like I recorded an entire CD. Um, that I don't know if people say CD anymore. Do they say that? I don't know. I call it an album still. Okay, an album. Not, Good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on my website, davidlipper.com. And that's where you can listen. But I th- that's where you can listen to the full yeah, song. Yeah, the whole, the whole CD is on there. on Spotify and iTunes. How do I do that? So easy. Symphonicdistribution.com. I don't know. You'll have to show me. Music's my thing. We could go on tour together. He's yeah. so good. Well, it's I should like, just put it out there for people to hear, you know, because I don't really care about monetizing. I just want people to hear the song. Uh, you should you do know? music videos for it, though, because you're so, so good at Literally performing. the only way I could get through, like, my last three breakups was, like, write these songs. Like, uh, I used to love her, and she's gone. And it's a song. That's the best kind of music. Yeah. I got a lot of sad, oh. sad songs. Can you do, like, an unplugged? Like, I think you should do, like, a whole unplugged thing on your YouTube. Like, just of you singing, like, all your greatest hits. The Viper song. The L.A. My Lady song. Well, Paul Anka. Days, I got to make a video. Like, an act, like shoot a video to one of the songs. Like, L.A. My Lady. Actually, that's a good song. It's that's so good. probably the best thing I've ever written. I, I heard it, and I was, like, shook that it was you. I was like, wow, this is like, yeah. really good. I'd love to try and find a way to put it in one of my movies, too, because it's such a good song. It's just going to be the right reflective moment about L.A. Yeah. I mean, that's why <laughs> it's, like, that. so perfect, because it is yeah. that song. Did you sing in the Polinka movie? I did. Was it your voice? Not only did I sing, I had 102 fever. I just got off the plane from L.A. to Vancouver. And as they're lighting, they're like, we're shooting the first scene up where you play, put your head on my shoulders. We play it and sing to her. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I got to get through this. And then they're like, oh, and it's got to match the composer's music. And I'd already had the sheet music. So I had it down and the composer had it in a different key, which is not so complicated for some people complicated for this person like to just change keys means you like a g is now an f or an a or a b it's like you you're playing different chords it's all of a sudden so hard, yeah and um and so with fever while they're lighting i'm transcribing to the new key uh-huh. to match the scoring music on a walkman we used to have this thing called a walkman before ipods and that's how i i did it and yeah i played that live in the in the performance in- like on like they shot me live playing and singing the audio like, yeah, it wasn't pre-recorded and then going. And so you'll see one piece where I'm just playing piano. That's 
just live off that. It's your hands. Yeah, that's my hands. That's me playing. And then you see another bit with me playing and singing that we did live. And then I had to go back in the studio and re-record the vocal track to my lips, which is so much harder than lip syncing, by the way. Yeah. It was like, oh, match. I took a breath there. Okay, I did. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but yeah. <laughs> so, so you had to so match hard. your life I had to match. I had to sing to match my lips versus lip syncing to the, Oh. And it's just, I don't know, it was really tough for me, you know? And it's like, we yeah. do that in, in movies. We do that. It's called ADR. We go into the studio yeah. and we fix lines that aren't clear. Mm-hmm. But I've never done like a whole song where I've had to loop it. That's and, crazy. Um, so I did do that on Put Your Hand on My Shoulder. You couldn't tell because I love that scene where you're at her parents' house, right? Yeah. I'm such a fan. I told you. Oh I watch God, that no. movie all the time. I love, like, David Lipper, he is one of the coolest people I've ever met. I think you're also one of the most talented. You teach, you act, you do everything. And you're really nice. Like, this year, I feel like I've known, like, the nice you. Not yeah. that you weren't always nice. You've always been nice. I think I just knew you, like, during a party phase. So everyone is a little crazy. I think you just nailed it. I've always been a nice guy. But, like, when you're out and you're in the party scene mm-hmm. and you are had a few too many drinks, you just, you're not you're at your best and I certainly wasn't you know and you make bad choices and bad decisions and you know I never got myself into trouble I never thank God never Mm -hmm. you know got I never was smart enough to not drink and drive ever and just like Uber yeah you know or before Uber get a ride or whatever like um but I did enough damage emotionally, you know, in those moments where I'm just not proud of some of the choices I made and I just wanted to make different choices now. Yeah, and you're like looking better than ever. Like you look so good. You're doing good. You got four movies coming out. Not bad out. for 30. <laughs> 30? <laughs> you just keep getting younger and younger. Right. <laughs> Love that. Yes. All right, guys, we'll check him out. Instagram at David Lipper. Now he's on TikTok, David L1234. Music, DavidLipper.com. Yeah. He's going to be on Fuller House. He's on digital, Amazon Prime, The Unwilling. Check it all out. Google him. Look him up. Send him a DM. Maybe we meet your love of your life here through the (laughs) podcast. Who knows? All right, guys. This has been The Dish with Trish, and we'll see you next time. Yay. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and The Skim is here to help you cut through the noise. Meet Skim This, a weekly podcast that makes it easier to understand how the news impacts you. We break down the most complicated stories of the week and add context and clarity to answer the questions that are on your mind. Subscribe and listen every Friday morning wherever you get your podcasts. Napa Know How. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20.